Aye. Aye. All opposed? Let the record show that passes unanimously. The next item on agenda is item number eight. At this time, I have eight speakers signed up. You'll each be permitted two minutes to speak. The first speaker um, is Dorsey Miller, followed by Mr. Derek Hughes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Madam Mayor and Commissioners. I'm Dorsey Miller from the City of Parkland, and I'm here this morning because I am adhering to the words of Edmund Burke, who said many, many years ago that all it takes for evil to triumph in this country is for good men to say nothing. I'm not here to oppose the awarding of a primary care grant to health care grant to the North Broad Hospital District. But I'm here asking you to, to defer the awarding of this grant at least until January. And my reason for doing so is because the district presently seemingly is in administrative disarray. Last week, the board in an apparent uh, illegal meeting met the board of directors at the North Broad Hospital District, met and and, uh, and fired the, the CEO, which my, in my opinion was an illegal act because it was conducted through doing an uh, illegal meeting. Twelve years ago, I served as chairman of the North Broad Hospital District Board of Directors, and I know the importance of this grant. But we would send a real solid message to that board letting them know that the actions that they have taken to throw this district into disarray is not the proper action to take. By approving this uh, grant at this particular time, you would be condoning their actions. Good men, men of goodwill and women of goodwill who sit at this dais, I'm sure, are committed to doing the right thing, not only for uh, the district, but for our community. And so the right thing for you to do, in my opinion, is to defer this item. Thank you very much. Thank you. The next speaker, Mr. Derek Hughes. Dr. Derek Hughes. Thank you, Madam Mayor and Commissioner. I am Derek Hughes. I am a resident of Lauder Hill and pastor of First Baptist Church, Piney Grove in Lauderdale Lakes, the oldest Baptist church in Fort Lauderdale. I, too, want to ask that you would uh, defer uh, the passing of this bill, certainly uh, as a pastor. I am clearly in favor of uh, support of the bill of engine care. But as we look at the recent events uh, that happened with the removal of the CEO of the Broward Health Organization, that says that there is something wrong in the area of term of administration and to continue on with this bill to give them eight and a half million dollars, um, I think it will be improper for the commission to do so at this time. Let us go back, let's get an understanding, let's have pro proper protocol in uh, the firing and find out what is going on, how we ought to proceed, let's send the message that we don't like what's going on. I do not like what's going on. The parishioners of First Baptist Church, Piney Grove, a congregation of over 4,000 members, do not like what's going on, and I'm asking you for your uh, support in deferring this bill. Thank you very much. Thank you. The next speaker is Arif Shad, 
followed by Gwendolyn Clark Reed. Good morning, Madam Mayor, Commissioners. My name is Arif Shad. I'm a resident of Plantation. I don't represent any organization. I was a patient of this hospital. The hospital have treated me excellent, excellent, excellent. I have no complaint against any of the employer staff. However, looking what I know, the termination of the CEO's position, Ms. Shirley, I will say that the young lady need her job back and repoint her back to the position where she wasn't doing a good job. I had an open heart surgery, quadruple bypass. If I was in a West Side Memorial Hospital, today I wouldn't be standing here and talking to you, to all of you. It was a Broward Hospital who put me back together, treated me like I was part of their family. So if there's anything you folks can do for this hospital, I'll be grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Next speaker is Gwendolyn Clark Reed, followed by Senator Perry Thurston. Thank you, Mayor and Vice Mayor Commissioners and other members of the dais. This morning I'm here to ask you to defer at this time the awarding of the grant to primary care. For several months now I have been attending those hospital district meetings and meeting after meeting nothing gets done, everything is, seems to be in disarray and at this time I think that we need to consider the patients who are at, at that hospital as well as the employees. The uh, understanding that I have is that the person who was now the CEO was the person that was formally let go because of his inability to deal with the problems as well as the relationship that he had with the employees. So uh, having brought that person back to that position, I do not understand that. And the community is very much up in arms about what has happened with the removal of the CEO at the hospital district. It is important, remember, those are your constituents out there also who are served by the hospital district. And so you need to have, although you may be the county commission, you still need to have some input into what is going on in Broward County with the hospital district. You know that we have two districts and they're taxing entities and there are public dollars involved here. So I would like to ask you at this time to please defer this grant and uh, let's work together to get that hospital district back where it needs to be and for the people of Broward County. Thank you. Thank you. Senator Perry Thurston. Good morning, Madam <laughs> Mayor, Vice Mayor, Commissioners. Good morning, it's good to see you. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to uh, speak to you here today with regards to some of the, um, the vital services that the uh, hospital district provides for some of the most vulnerable citizens in our community. We certainly, certainly know that the uh, district needs every bit of the finances that you're allocating to them uh, because it's a real need. It's not something that we're just here to talk about. We know that there's a real need out there. But I, too, come here to ask you to defer awarding this, uh, at least until January, specifically because along with the uh, funds that you're providing to them, which is a major resource, certainly I know that you 
want to see them be accountable for that. So I come here to ask you to join us in wanting accountability, wanting due process, wanting them to understand that their fiduciary duty is to the patients, the end users of their services, and not to Tallahassee or who appoints them to the board. They my district is District 33, and certainly there are many people in my district who utilize the services of this hospital district. So yes, we do want them to receive the synergy care funds because it's very important. However, as uh, Representative Clark Reed has indicated, uh, over the last year or so, we've been to no less than three meetings where they seem to uh, not want to follow their own procedures, where they seem to not want to take the advice of the professionals that advise them. We've been to meetings about the accounting firms that they hired. We've been to meetings about all types of issues that are coming up. This last straw, we think, is a, a, a one that breaks the camel back to Santa, that brings us here before you. Now, my colleagues will be at that December 14th meeting before the district, which I think is our true person, uh, entity that we want to speak to, but most of them are in Tallahassee today. Thank but you. You're done. Your time is up. And we want to thank you, and thank you for your consideration. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I did. I gave him a, He kept going. I, you got the bell. She's <laughs> tough. You guys. Mayor, I'd, ha I'd be happy to give him my time. I did. I gave him an extra 30 seconds. Come on, guys. I'm trying to be fair. You know what? I, I do love you, and I am going to ask Mrs. Jasmine Shirley to continue your plight. And, and, and thank you. That, thank you. I think I got out everything I need. You got it. Okay. Thank you. Ms. Jasmine Shirley. Good morning, Commissioners. My name is Jasmine Shirley. I'm the Senior Vice President of Broward Health Community Health Services. That particular division, as you may know, provides the delivery of primary health care services to very low and low to moderate income individuals, all of whom are uninsured and the most vulnerable in our, within our populations being served throughout the northern two-thirds of Broward County. I do understand the sentiments that have been raised by many throughout Broward County, uh, most particularly those that I've heard this morning. However, as the VP, Senior VP of Community Health Services, we have continued to provide good quality primary care services throughout Broward Health in the northern two-thirds from 14 different sites. We have continued to provide those services from October, September 30th, our last contract expired, and in good faith, we've continued to provide those services. We will continue to do so, but I, I do not recommend deferring uh, the action that I came specifically here today thinking that that was going to be a part of your consent agenda. This is a difficult time, true enough, but under my leadership at Broward Health, Community Health Services, we are doing what we are supposed to do, and that is taking care of the most vulnerable citizens, your constituency, throughout the northern two-thirds of Broward County. And I ask that you do allow for the award to take place that we receive the compensation that is due. We've continued to, to provide those services since October, and we have been uncompensated for them thus far. Thank you very much. I'm here to answer any questions that anyone has regarding this funding co contractual agreement. Thank you, Ms. Shirley. And prior, um, 
if, if you're concluded, I'm going to ask if you can stay in the front just in case we have questions. Sure, my pleasure. And then also, before we get discussion started back on this dais, I really want to reiterate to those who are watching on the, on, in the public that this is an item that is not related to what the first right. um, five speakers spoke about. This is an item that is related for the purpose of fun funding and providing primary care services to qualified low-income persons authorizing the county administrator to execute amendments to the um, agreement subject to the approval of the same by the office of the county attorney. So we just need to clarify that because I, I don't want the people who are watching out there to think that this is the item that um, the previous speakers were talking about. Right. Out of deference to them, I've allowed that type of um, you know testimony, but we, we need to know what this item's about. So with that being said, back to this day is for discussion. I'm going to start a queue. Commissioner Rich, followed by Commissioner Holness, Geller, then Lamarca. Thank you, Madam Mayor. Um, thank you, uh, all of you who Be have come here today, and especially uh, Ms. Shirley. Um, I think um, it would be the wrong thing not to pass this uh, motion today to approve these funds. Um, as was just mentioned, uh, this is something entirely different. This is money that goes to provide primary care services for low-income people. And it's something that North Broward Hospital District does extremely well. Personally, I don't think, uh, Ms. Grant is not here today, but I don't think she would approve of us not passing this. Because she actually is the one that worked with our staff to make sure that this happened with some recalcitrance that was there uh, at North Broward Hospital District. So in essence, uh, we would actually be going against what she worked hard <coughs> to make sure North Broward Hospital District uh, was able uh, to do. Um, I think we do have to consider the patients, and that's what uh, this would be doing uh, if we pass this today. Um, these are, um, as was mentioned, very vulnerable people. Uh, the, the Scribner's error, it, now that you can see, it's approximately 119,911 medical encounters. We should not put those people in jeopardy. So I would urge my colleagues to uh, go ahead and approve this motion. Thank you. Next person in queue is Commissioner Holness. Yes, though, though this item is not a in direct correlation with the termination of the CEO of Broad Health, someone who had served many years with distinction, uh, and uh, I know she did a great deal of work to get us to where we are with this agreement. Uh, Ms. Henry, in, in terms of our dealings with North Broad, which I know have been nuanced for some time, once uh, Ms. Grant got in place, did we see uh, better cooperation and, 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 and a better environment to get things done? Uh, we certainly did. Uh, the, as you know, we, we work very closely with both hospital districts. And over the years, um, there have been a number of initiatives that um, uh, worked for both um, both parties. Um, there were a few things that were stymied um, for a little while on the North Broward Hospital side. Um, and um, we've obviously had to work through, my staff and I have worked through those issues. And Ms. Grant has been um, very instrumental in making sure things move um, in, the, in the positive direction. 
So, so we're at a place where we have a taxpayer-funded entity, funded in great part, almost totally, by the people of Broward County through your property taxes. Yet, this entity is run with not much input from the folks in Broward County in terms of determining who runs this organization. And, and I'm wondering whether or not there might even be a deliberate effort to disrupt this entity to the point where it became, becomes so chaotic that it's restructured in a way that is not necessarily in the best interest of the people of Broad County. And, and, and this has been going on for a little while uh, with, with this board. And I know Senator Thurston is here, and, and I'd have a question for him. Whether or not he will seek some way through the legislature to ensure that the people have a more direct voice, the people of Broward County, in terms of having some board input or decision as to who gets on the board. Uh, Senator, would you be kind enough? Well, uh, thank you, uh, uh, Mr. Commissioner. I, I think that uh, since some of your colleagues uh, have served in the capacity that I'm going to serve as the next senator for District 33, they clearly understand that you know, as I alluded to earlier, we, we talked about the fiduciary duty of this board to the residents of Broward County. You're right on point when you say that as a commissioner, you don't appoint the members of that board. The members of that board are appointed by the governor. And therein lies the issue. Uh, whether they are loyal to the uh, uh, the in recipients of their services or to whoever's appointing them to, to serve on the commission. Uh, the issue as to uh, whether there's some underlying motive, we certainly can't address the motive, uh, but, but we have been concerned for a while about the uh, chaotic nature of the running of the board. The services, the gentleman who spoke about the services he received and Ms. Shirley, who spoke about the, the uh, service that they provide, I think she's right on point with that. And then, Commissioner, uh, uh, that fact that the service is needed and they're doing that, but there is a concern about the board, uh, in essence, devaluating, it, devaluing the asset for some ulterior motive. And we do have to continue to uh, look into that. We will be monitoring that. When we go to Tallahassee, as I say, my colleagues in the House, they're up there now addressing that. But are they going to be able to say, well, let's have more input from our county commission in selecting of those uh, uh, appointees? I, I don't think so. I think they're, you know, to the victor goes the spoils. And, and uh, Senator, it may not be directly this commission uh, or the county commission that makes that appointment, but some mechanism in place to have a, a board that is more independent uh, and, and that uh, is more in tune with the needs of the taxpayers of Broward County who fund it and the people who receive service there. 
No, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, and I understand what you're saying. Maybe I know that you all are aware that we have a constitutional revision commission that's getting ready to take form, and maybe those are some things that they will be able to address. But, but the way it's structured right now and the way that I think that uh, it's going to be structured for a while, uh, Commissioner Ryan, is that the governor will be making those appointments. And uh, what we have to do, I believe, is what the community is here today for is to say, well, you all provide funding to them. Let them know we want them to be accountable. Let them know we want due process. And let them know we want them to recognize who their fiduciary uh, responsibility is with. Thank you, Senator. Uh, Ms. Henry, this is not the only agreement we have with Broad Health, right? Do, do we have any idea what is our total uh, spend uh, with them? No, I, um, I don't. I can get that information uh, shortly. Um, I, obviously, I am definitely aware of this agreement, and if there's some other agreements, I'll have to uh, work with staff to get you that information. And, and, and I know that you work diligently, and our staff work diligently to put this agreement together. Uh, and I hear my fellow commissioner, uh, Commissioner Rich, plea that we go through with this, and, and Ms. Shirley's. Uh, but will there be any harm done uh, to Ms. Shirley and, and to our county administrator if we were to delay this just for a short time, maybe at minimum to our next meeting? I think that question really needs to be asked of the hospital district. Um, at this point, um, the agreement is for the services um, that, um, that are currently being provided. Um, in the past, they have um, provided services without an agreement. Um, how long they will continue to do this, uh, I don't know. Um, one of the um, first uh, initiatives of Ms. Grant was to bring to closure the prior year's um, uh, agreement. It had been outstanding for a, a while, and she did bring that to closure and expedited making sure that this agreement for the new fiscal year was presented generally in a timely fashion. So I think that question really has to be asked of the district if they would be, whether or not they would continue to f provide those services while these discussions are taking place. Let me ask, the previous agreement, how long did it take for us to finalize those agreements? Oh, I would say probably eight months, seven, eight months. It's been a while. Seven, eight months. So for seven, eight months, we didn't have an agreement. The service was being rendered. And there was really no harm. Uh, again, um, um, that those questions should be directed to the hospital district if they continue to provide the service with an understanding that um, they will be paid because the county does pay, then um, there should be no harm. But if they decide that for whatever reason they're not able to or choose not to, then there could be some issues. To the extent you can answer, Ms. Shirley. I'm not aware of the seven to eight months um, or the discussions that Ms. Henry has had with Ms. Grant. I do know that for the past contract term, which ended September 30th, uh, we have been in compliance with all of our reports. We have provided the services as directed, 
and in accordance with the agreement. Uh, we continue to do so even post the expiration of the September 30th past contract. We were worked together very comfortably, very confident in our negotiations for this upcoming contract, which would be which would have become effective retroactively back to October 1st. Uh, there are several other agreements that we do have with county government, um, in addition to the primary care funding. Um, however, I and my team expected that today we would have had closure for this new upcoming agreement, which is retroactive back to October 1. We have continued to provide those services October and November without a contract in place. How long that can continue, I would have to get back with our interim CEO, Mr. Kevin Fusco, and our interim CFO, Mr. Art Wallace, and get back to you with that date. Thank you very much. Uh, Commissioner, I just want to clarify, um, my comments were not meant to indicate that we were in any way, shape, or form dissatisfied with the services that were being provided. Understood. The, the, um, and they, um, and, and as Ms. Shirley indicated, they provided the information that we needed and they're in compliance. So that's, that's not, that was not my intent if that, um, Ms. Shirley, if that came across. That was not my intent. Okay. The facts still remain that we've had an extended period of time over the years where there were no agree signed agreement in place and the service was still rendered, people still get served, and no harm was done. So I don't believe, colleagues, that delaying for a couple of weeks will cause any major harm. Broward County pays its bills. We always do. That's why we have such a strong credit rating, better than the state. So for us to delay this for a short period of time, for the community to basically weigh in, this is our statement, this will be our statement to Broward Health's board that they ought to get the house of the people for the hospital district in order. There's no other statement that we can make at this point in time. Thank you. And I'll, I'll, I'd like to come back uh, at the end for a motion. Thanks. The next person in queue is Commissioner Geller. Thank you, Madam Mayor. Um, thank you, Madam Mayor. The, um, my comments will be very brief. I'm only commenting because there are so many distinguished community leaders and elected officials here speaking, and I think that they deserve the uh, respect that they are due. Um, I'm going to listen to the debate. I, I, Ms. Shirley, I saw you shaking your head no um, during some of the remarks that my colleague was just making. The concern that I heard Senator Rich make is one that I share, and I think that all of us share. I don't think any of us want to see services disrupted. Now, I'm sympathetic. Uh, I, I personally have concerns about what I've been reading about the North Broward Hospital District, but of course, I've done no investigation. I'm relying on what I've read in the mass media and therefore can't really give an educated opinion right now. But I do share, I certainly have concerns uh, as to the way things have been going. 
I don't think I would object if there was a one-week delay or something of that nature, but I am concerned, and I think all of us are concerned, as to whether or not postponing payment through, I heard, January would put services at risk. Nobody wants to put services at risk. And again, I'm not sure that we are the correct body to be addressing the issues involving the North Broward Hospital District. Can you, you the, your last answer was you weren't sure, but again, I did see you sort of shaking your head no while Commissioner Honus was speaking. So can you, do you know whether or not a delay through, for example, January would potentially put services at risk? I think none of I think we can all agree none of us want to see that occur. Yes, thank you for the opportunity to respond. My shaking of my head, no, I need to probably work better on my um, body language. <laughs> <laughs> what I was saying no to was to clear up what must be a misunderstanding. The contractual agreement is for a year's time, beginning October 1 through September 30th. That agreement also has the right to exercise an option for renewal for a second year. We have been under contract with Broward County for that length of time. So I'm not sure about seven to eight months of not being under an agreement. We, we had been under an agreement for the past two years. That, and, and all of those years subsequent to that since 1993. This past agreement was that option to renew it ended September 30th. We began negotiations, I believe back as early as February of 2016 to move forward. We worked very hard and diligently to make sure that there are no gaps in the negotiations and what have you moving forward so that this agreement, the new agreement, could have been executed prior to October 1. In the meantime, we have continued to, to still serve. We will continue to serve. I cannot give you a date as to how long because that has never been discussed within Broward Health or with any of the county staff, if that answers your question. I guess it's the best answer I'll get. Thank, Thank you, you. ma'am. I, I, I appreciate your efforts. Thank you. I do, however, feel that delaying this does have an impact to the people that we serve and that you need to keep that in under your spirit as you make your decision. Could you elaborate on, Madam Mayor, with your permission? Sure. Could you elaborate on that remark, please? Because again, none of us she want can. to do anything Absolutely. that would harm. So could you, could you elaborate on your, your last statement? Potential I, harm? My last statement? Yes, you said that it could cause potential harm. Y yes, because there are people watching and wondering and my board, I don't know how my board would feel about continuing services. I have not questioned them of that, nor have I given that information to our CEO, our interim CEO. My job here today was thinking that this agreement was coming through on the consent agenda, that it would have been favorable. My prayer was that, and that from that point forward, I would be going back to my staff to get all of our reports due upon execution and submitting invoices for October and November services that have already been rendered. Thank you, Ms. Shirley. Thank you, Madam Mayor. Commissioner Lamarca. Thank you, Mayor. <laughs> um, I want to first thank uh, Dr. Dorsey and other folks that spoke, but Dr. Dorsey in particular for your service, uh, uh, high level of service when you served on this board. Uh, 
it's, it's sad that those aren't the days we're here today. Um, I want to clarify the gentleman who spoke who had open heart surgery. Thank God you're here. God bless. But you had mentioned that Ms. Shirley was fired and she's here. It's, it's Ms. Grant. Um, you know, I'm <clears throat> very saddened and dis disappointed that we're reading what we're reading in the newspaper. Um, I'm going to be very clear that with my experience, I'm going to be careful to speak as a resident of, of the North Broward Hospital District. Um, I serve and I represent a lot of folks who uh, reside in eight cities who, who uh, North Broward Hospital District serves. And I take that, that service very seriously. Um, what was mentioned by Ms. Shirley, um, I'll just say that I have a, a very close interaction on a daily basis with people who use North Bard Hospital District, um, especially the youth in the Deerfield Beach, Pompano Beach area from what my wife does. And I don't want to see that harmed one bit. Um, Com Commissioner Holness, I'm going to address something you said after, but I, I, what I want to be cl very clear is that the medical staff at North Broward Hospital District is the best of the best. There's no question about that whatsoever. The nursing staff, the medical staff, the technicians, the technology, it is some of the best in the country. The, I would say some of the administration and the board as of late um, has been retaliatory in nature. Uh, they've been negligent, possibly derelict in their fiduciary duty. It sickens me as a, as a resident of, of uh, the North Broward Hospital District, uh, as a former city commissioner, as a former member of the CRC, which I've removed myself from recently at Imperial Point, uh, that people are uninformed of what's going on. I can't tell you what's going on because I don't know either. Um, but we're here today, and this, unfortunately, fortunately, you're here and you spoke out. That's your right. That's your fir First Amendment right. We've had uh, leaders in this community from Representative Clark Reed, Senator Thurston, um, speak out, and that's good. The unfortunate part is that this is, I don't believe, the right meeting. Um, Commissioner Holmes, you are correct. There, there is a board of commissioners that is more independent, and unfortunately right now that board is called the South Broward Hospital District, the Memorial Hospital District. Um, I would, I would say that, as Ms. Shirley said, that people are watching. You are indeed correct. People are watching. Um, I would hope that that meeting stays on for December 14th. I don't think there's any reason that it should be rescheduled or changed. Um, there is one brave person on that board who has spoken out week after week after week, and it is killing her. And uh, I don't think her service will be much longer. But. Uh, I would recommend you all go to that 12-14 meeting. That being said, as Commissioner Rich mentioned, I cannot and will not put the service of uh, the folks who need it the most from the North Broward Hospital District at risk. Um, unless Ms. Henry and Ms. Shirley, you can both tell me that delaying this for until after the first of the year, the first meeting we have, will not cause any issue with that. Um, go back to what Commissioner Holness said. We do have a great credit rating because we make sure our vendors are paid. Um, if you can tell me, Ms. Henry, through, uh, through the mayor, uh, if you 
can maybe tell me or or uh, have Ms. Shirley tell me that there won't be a, uh, a harm in that delay. Uh, otherwise, I can't support it. Uh, as I've indicated, um, we pay for the service. The decision as to whether or not to continue that service without a contract lies with the hospital district. So I cannot answer that. Madam Mayor, if, I, if we could yes, ask Ms. Shirley. Yes, you can continue. Yes. Ms. Shirley, if you, if you might. I think she better stay at the podium. <laughs> I think you can set your stuff on the table and just it stay is, there if you like. It is completely out of you may as well just completely stay right out there. of normal standard operating procedures. I realize that, uh, but a very simple question: Would you be willing to continue services if we defer this to the first meeting in January, knowing all all well and good that this board will support uh, renewing this contract? At this point, I was typing in an email message trying to get to our interim CEO. Um, wondering what his response may be. I have not received that just as yet. I can only speak for Jasmine Shirley. Jasmine Shirley will advocate that we continue to provide services as we have done in the past with the highest of quality and the care to the people that we serve. And Jasmine Shirley will work diligently with our interim CEO and our board of directors, our board of commissioners, um, with a specified timeline, if you can tell me when your next meeting is. Second week in January? January. No, Second week in January. I will take that information back. Thank you. Um, but I will work aggressively with our leadership to understand the need to continue the services in place and to work through whatever concerns that you may have. I prefer, however, <laughs> that we can work this out today. And just, uh, again, as a resident of North Broward Hospital District, you have mine and I, the people I can speak for, you have our undying support. Thank you. The next person in queue is Commissioner Udine, followed by Commissioner Bolgan. Thank you, Madam Mayor. Um, I, too, share the concern of providing care to indigent patients, and I, too, echo the comments of how great the services that are provided at the North Broward Hospital District but I cannot condone what I read day after day in the paper about the management, the, the board <coughs> level management of this publicly funded taxpayer facility. So we've heard comments from the audience and from the dais about public funds, accountability, and we don't seem to be getting that. One of the reasons that I had asked to pull this as well is I, I'd like to ask our county auditor are we seeing the type of reporting back that is provided for and called for in paragraph 12 of this agreement? Are you getting that in the office to determine whether the dollars are being spent appropriately? Thank you. Subsequent to our meeting yesterday and discussion, I contacted staff. My office does not receive these reports. Uh, staff does. They advise that they are indeed receiving those reports um, uh, relative to the services provided. Uh, to note, though, that the way this is structured, it's, it's not as detailed as you may think in terms of invoicing the like. We don't know who the patients are. We don't know the numbers of patients. We're contributing part of the cost. It's my understanding, part of the cost of these services. Um, so we are receiving the reports that are mandated by the contract. I've not had the opportunity to review those reports myself, but we, they are compliant as far as management has advised. Would you be able to, obviously, between now and if we were to defer this to the next meeting, give this a once over from your office so that we can have a level of comfort 
with the taxpayer dollars on this board? I can look at the nature of the reports. I'm not sure that the level of comfort you're looking for may be embodied in those reports. Okay. If they're not, I'll come back with a recommendation as we might improve that um, to, to get additional information. And also, it's my, also my understanding that the funding of this is not, um, is actually uh, pursuant to some Florida statute relative to our uh, obligation with them. So I don't know if we want to talk about that or not, but I can certainly take a look at this. That's the will of the board and, and uh, come back with some recommendations to maybe improve the agreement or at least address the issues that you're concerned about. So we're going to pay these dollars and I have no doubt that the Board of County Commissioners will eventually authorize a payment of these dollars. I have no doubt that the services will continue to be provided to the indigent residents in our in the northern part of our county. But I would like to at least have an opportunity for you as the County Auditor to tell me that the reporting that's being provided to you is something that you're okay with or if not this is what you'd like to see that we can add an agreement so that when we do pass it we get some level of reporting because if their independent board is, going, is not going to do this, I don't want to give $8.5 million under this contract, at least having somebody not being able to look at this on our end to make sure that we're going to do it. So I I'm going to support deferring this to the next meeting for that reason. Thank you, Commissioner Udeen. The next person in queue is Commissioner Bogan, followed by Commissioner Ryan. You know, I'd like to just follow up first uh, with our auditor, um, with Commissioner Udine. Can we tie, what I think he's saying is, can we tie what he's talking about to the payment? Or are, I, I, it was my belief that we are required to pay these dollars. It's my understanding that we're required to pay some amount of money. I believe it's a negotiated amount. I'm not that, again, I'm not that familiar with the, with the statutory requirements. I believe it's a negotiated amount. The way it operates right now is we negotiate an amount with the hospital district and we pay one twelfth or monthly uh, part of that allocation. Uh, so that's, okay. that's how it operates. Uh, the reporting referred to is not, at least in my first glance at it, doesn't appear to be that detailed to, to know the nature and extent of the service provided. Okay. Um, but Thank you. My, my comments really were, I, I agree with Commissioner Rich. I believe that we do have an obligation. I don't think we should take any risk with the residents of our county. Uh, it's been expressed already that it would be preferred that we get this done today, and um, I'm going to vote for it happening today. Thank you. Thank you. Commissioner Ryan? The whereas clause is on the contract to provide funding for the um, uh, low-income persons who are served at the North Broward Hospital District speaks to uh, actions by the Florida legislature which mandate the provision of this primary care services. So to the county attorney, um, we have um, not funded uh, these services for the past nine weeks. And um, do you have any recollection of the past contracts? What type of, of um, periods of, of non-payment were these with the past contracts um, adopted into the fiscal year for the services provided? Do you mean, Commissioner, have we um, approved, has, your, has the board approved them on a retroactive basis in the past? Yes. Yes, it's apparently a, around this time, usually because the state fiscal year starts July 1. All right, so uh, it seems like the, the pattern has been 
that um, the North Broward Hospital District provides the services with the understanding that when the when the data is provided that um, justifies or uh, verifies the outcomes that um, the services are paid for. Uh, so it would seem to me that it would be rather punitive on the part of the North Broward Hospital District Board of Directors to uh, discontinue services for this population uh, based upon a delay which could be either one week or uh, one month depending on where, whether we take it up next week or uh, take it up next month. So I think in the short term uh, I would support your motion uh, Commissioner Holness if you would have this matter deferred to next week's meeting. I realize it's a day before the board would meet but perhaps we could get some kind of statement from the hospital district as to how this issue is going to be addressed. And, you know, generally you don't want to have one board engage in the decisions of another board, um, but uh, as has been stated by uh, Commissioner Udine, there's been a lot in the paper over the last few months, and um, I can't verify whether or not these statements are true, but they do provide uh, some concern about the operations and combined with um, what I read that there was the uh, the discharge of the executive director without a dialogue and a debate uh, seemed to be a suspect decision in in my view. So I'll go ahead and support your motion if you would defer it for one week. Okay. At this time, I'm going to recognize Commissioner Holness to close. Thank you very much. Uh, clearly, we are all concerned about the services to the engineer and our, and our people in our community that need these services. And I don't think that a week delay or even a month delay will cause any harm. Uh, certainly uh, in the past, we've gone beyond um, this period without having a, a, a formalized contract in place. Uh, and, and, and my colleague, uh, Commissioner Udine, asking that our auditor take at least a look at uh, the reporting and, and see what how we could strengthen this agreement is, is quite valid. Uh, so I, I, I'm going to ask that uh, we, we delay for a minimum of one week, uh, that we delay to the next meeting, uh, uh, defer the item till the next meeting. And at that time, if uh, we need more time, we can always address it then. Uh, but at this time, I'd like to make a motion that we defer this item for one week. I'll second it. Okay, so I have a motion and a second on the floor to defer item number eight for one week. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 All opposed? Aye. No. Let the record show that we have a six to three and it passes. Mayor. Um, yes. Yes, Ms. my Henry. staff um, um, advise that the agreement that has taken the the longest to negotiate was the arrestee medical. So they wanted me to clarify that. While they start negotiations on the, on the, the disagreement, um, they are getting the reports that they, that, that, um, um, that's due to the contract. Um, you know, we typically have some delays as you all, if, as we've talked about, but the contract that caused the most angst was the arrestee medical. Thank you. Okay. righty. thank you. Moving on with our agenda. Thank you, Ms. Shirley. Moving on uh, with our with our agenda. Thank you, Ms. Shirley. Moving on uh, 